we're back for another edition of the Placebo Cast. Today is Friday, June 7th. My name is Tony. I'm Joseph. How's it going, Joseph? Pretty good. How are you? It's good. Uh, so, did you watch that Spurs game last night? Nope. Oh, all right. Tell me, come back to me when it's uh, football season. <laughs> all right. Well, this is a t- technology uh, podcast, and so two big news stories this week, or one this week and then one upcoming. Yeah. So the first one was about PRISM, uh, the government supposed, or I guess confirmed now, according based on the press conference this morning from President Obama, uh, PRISM there, the NSA's secretive spy program where they have they track millions of Americans, or supposedly. If anyone out here, out there, thought that the government wasn't doing that, then they're either ignorant or they've got the <laughs> biggest pair of rose-colored glasses I've ever seen. Because this is like, come on, we already know this is happening. Right. But the way they describe it, or how the press has described it, is that the NSA has direct ass- access to facebook's and google servers as if they can just wander in any time that they want it just seems a little different or ha- there seems to be some facts and some uh not my, my understanding of how it goes is that there is a backdoor remote access protocol right. that the nsa can go use to apple microsoft's google's Yahoo. facebook's yahoo's pal talk whoever uses that aol maybe yeah not, their, not Twitter. Their, their servers go backdoor into their servers and make a clone of all the data that goes through their servers. Where are their data centers? Because they have they one must in be, Utah. They must have gigantic data centers if they're trying to mirror all this data well, from all these companies. Well, for $2 billion, dollars, you can build a pretty damn good uh, data yeah, center. Yeah, I guess we kind of invested in it. So yeah. that's Taxpayer where... money at work. Yeah, track me. But here's yeah. the thing, though. They're not actively perusing through the data. They right. might be. They're mining it. They're mining to it to look but for not... potential security yeah, threats, right? They don't have like a million man team like perusing through all the right. data. It's an algorithm. Legally, yeah. They have like software algorithms. It's like an AI or or some sort of futuristic, you know, those uh those uh, bodyless computer that just operates independently. And then who knows? All I've heard is that they have they're mining the data but they cannot legally look through it without a subpoena or a court order but really so it's like they have it they but they cannot it. use it they have it because unless it's they good to have it than not have it so it to just not, seems like such a delicate line between it's like oh i have a gun at my home but i'm not gonna obviously use it unless there's the uh, intruder so same thing something like, like uh, that i mean it's 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 a lot all of it takes stuff. is one person like an, say with all these recent hackings all it takes is someone to infiltrate this data i'm sure uh uh hackers have found a way to, or you know have known about it of its well, existence two billion dollars they better have the best free and security <laughs> in the world if they're trying to mine all this you know data now the thing is, is that <clears throat> It, it's a fine line. It's legal. Legally, they are allowed to mine the data under Section 212 of the Patriot Act. Someone has been reading. <laughs> yeah. But they do are not allowed to use 
any of the information they get or peruse through any of the information they get without a court order, that's where the line is drawn between from whether what it's I legal can, or not legal. From what I can tell, getting that court order does not seem to be that difficult considering how there's that similar story about Verizon wireless call records and how easy it was for the government to force Verizon to hand over customer call records, not the actual conversation, but just the See, metadata. That, that falls under the legal jurisdiction of is there reasonable doubt? Right. You know, is, is it without reason, without a reasonable doubt that this person is a suspected terrorist? Right. But it, from There's what I... There's a fine line between... So is it just any of the FBI's or some or their government's sus suspects or just anyone in general that they can get access to? If... The whole idea of mining the data was it's better to have it than to not have it. Whether or not you're a suspect. Or yeah, not. whether or not. They're not per actively perusing through it. Right. You know, people... More data is better. Yeah. It's like, it's like every database engineer is like, if you can do it, then do it. Right. Because it's better to have something than better when to... something happens, you don't have anything. Right. So they're they're following that you know line of thought. Right. But to they have if they have reasonable doubt, if they have reasonable you know, I guess reasons is the worst word I can use. If they have reason to believe you're a terrorist, they can submit a FISA, <laughs> um, a FISA court. A warrant, right. essentially, and then go into the mind data, and then go through all your chat mm. logs, emails, phone calls, and there are algorithms out there that do not require people. They're right. algorithms that peruse through all these bits and pieces of data and filter out. Well, this these this person has a select string of keywords that follow this, you know. Sociopathic. That game was the bomb. Yeah, I follow this sociopathic <laughs> tendency found in you know university research. I mean, there's a lot of crazy Suspect. factors. the The bottom line is that what they're doing is not illegal, right? It's legal. It's been authorized. So other countries are doing it. Then I would not be surprised. Right. I would not be surprised if all of the U.S. allies, like the U.K., Australia all have access, or at least their intelligence arms of the government have access to this kind of data. Mm. And I think Obama has come out to say that this is only for foreign, you know, foreign users, not American citizens. And I think really? that sort of blurs the line between whether or not <laughs> this is legal or illegal, or strengthens the line, whether or not it's legal or illegal. Right. But, you, you know... Why stop there? <laughs> with yeah, with with the information leaking out, right, and it being as top secret um, right. program leaking out, you still have to take what any elected official says with a grain of salt. Right. Uh, I just wish that um, the people there would have used uh, something else besides PowerPoint. <laughs> hey, you know what they say: Office <laughs> is the de facto standard. Ugh, I'm like, what is this? Why do you think Microsoft uh, <laughs> is in bed with the uh, government agencies to record Skype conversations? They're in bed with every enterprise yeah. <laughs> company. Yeah. We're not yeah. there yet to corporatism, but we're getting dangerously yeah. close. But I, uh, the, I think the main reason there, there's all this outcry or all this concern is it just seems like there's 
lack of transparency. Like, and then Obama kind of downplayed it today, saying, "Oh, you know, it's we Congress has 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 been aware of this for the last." Four years was it, or something like since two thousand whatever? You know, every time there's a sort of leak with so, any sort of like privacy invasion, invasion of privacy using technology, you know, people always go crazy and like. Hey, start this blaming, is like the Mark Zuckerberg effect. <laughs> yeah, we start blaming the government. It's like that's not our fault. The government's doing behind our backs, et cetera, et cetera. But people for, always forget. You know, these are the people, the elected officials that you elected into office, and apparently they've given. They've let you know they've given the okay since 2007, so there's no one finger, there's no one person to blame here. Right. You know, you could point fingers mm-hmm. at you know Obama or Congress as much as you'd like, but you right. should just take one good look in the mirror and say, well, I voted these guys in, right. so you know, there's the that messy trail of evidence. Just <sighs> democracy. Yeah. Democracy, freedom, and. And the people, I think, mm. is a big uh, distinguishing factor. We can't place all the blame on our elected officials because we're the ones that elected them. Mm. So if civic, if citizens do not invest time and effort into ensuring their own interests and civic duties, then, you know, their the reasoning for outcry is a little bit tarnished. Right. I am not saying that this this leak of the series of events leading up to this leak and the preceding and the uh, succeeding events are justified. Legally, they are, and you know, morally, it's it's not right. Ethically, it's not right. But you know, you can't really expect government institutions. Or even corporate institutions to act morally or ethically. Right. So that's just a matter of how mm. things work. Well, here's the interesting thing. Uh, today, I don't know if you've seen it, both CEOs of, or Larry Page's yeah, CEO. Yeah, Larry Google, Page had a blog post. Right. And also Mark Zuckerberg just a couple hours ago. Yeah. They essentially said the, the same, exact thing. same thing. All, almost the same thing. The phrase is no. Direct access, right. right? Which is legalese for saying right. no. We didn't let any NSA officials into right. our data centers. Right. That it does could... not leave out the possibility that there are inherent backdoors in the data centers. That... Well, they said specifically no backdoors as well. No backdoors as well. It could be the fact I don't know. They're just handing, sending the data over. There, there are periodically. There, it may <laughs> not be a backdoor. They might comply with right. the 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 FISA. Right, because they do Order? they do mention that they do receive government uh, what requests for or whatever, and they do review them, and so there's that uh, implied uh, thing that they do, you know, send them data based on those requests. Well, here it comes back to the legalese thing, and so they don't say like, oh yeah, we although we do send data to them when they you know knock on our door. It's not technically untrue. <laughs> See. <laughs> Read between the lines. Yeah, this is why people hate lawyers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's not what they've said. It's not untrue, right? But it's misleading. It's disingenuous because what we're when we at when we as as you know people that are um, outraged by this ask these companies whether or not they provide access. 
you know, you could weasel your way out and say direct access. No, no, no back doors. We just, you know, complied with government orders and then siphoned the data, which is not. Well, they didn't mention that part. They just say that they receive. Yeah, they receive. And then that's it. They, they don't say. They don't say government what orders. else happens afterwards. They, like they comply with government orders, which may or may not include. You know, requests for user requests data. for user data or mining right. data centers, <laughs> copying cetera, copying data. Yeah, <laughs> they're tr- what they've said is true, but mm. implicitly, what we as you know outraged people have asked, if we consider it that way, it's not true. Right. It's obvious. Right. Even in the legalese, they comply with government orders. So yeah, we have. Or I mean, <laughs> in the in another in other words, yeah, we have sent information right they may not know the actual name that may or may not be true the nsa may not may or may not have told them what the program is called and i highly doubt they've told them what the program is called but they know right they just they're wording it they they have their crack team of lawyers writing out the the uh the speech (laughs) we have not we have not engaged in violating user privacy we've only complied with government <laughs> requests which imply invading your privacy it's not our fault it's obama's fault get him <laughs> or congress's fault yeah. you know and it's it's true it's technically true it's the best kind of true i guess technically right you know you could be outraged by the law but uh if you don't like the system change it don't right. cry about the system right what else do you want to talk about? I know there's another big topic. Uh, predictions for WWDC. Oh, here we go. That could go on for a while, but if you want to throw in some... Well, they re- a, new, a minimalist banner has come out, if that's any... All right, I guess we're going into WWDC. Any indication <laughs> of what's coming for the future, a minimalist banner. You know, historically, WWDC banners have always alluded to what's coming from WWDC. And you know, you always heard the rumors <laughs> that Johnny Ive has have new has new ideas as to what the UI of iOS seven is going to be. So a minimalist band just further right. pushes that theory into the limelight. So speaking of Johnny Ive, so now he's in charge of both uh, design for har- the hardware and also software. Is this is his time and effort being spread too thin now, ha- having to focus on well the- two areas? There are distinctions between product and software design. That is a no-brainer. But a lot of it is also intertwined as well. Right. You know, with product design, you have to still look into, you know, user research and existing products and see what works, what doesn't work, and have a different interpretation and implementation. And Johnny Ive excels well at that. The same could be said with software design, although it's a little bit less tangible like product design, it still applies the same concepts. So spread too thin, maybe, depending on what projects um, Tim Cook has him on. But is it too contrasting as a question? No, I don't think so. Okay. So we might see something entirely, something incredibly brilliant from Johnny Ive. We did sort of see a sneak peek of what that might be with the uh, official WWDC app for this year. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the it. logo or no, no, the app itself. 
I didn't even know there was a WWDC. Yeah, they have one every year, and it's just give you you know a schedule and locations and stuff like that. Interesting. And so, uh, it has that. I I I remember. I can't exactly remember from the screenshots, but it had a black and white uh, beam. Yeah, we're going back to and there is there is a uh, uh, flattening of sorts or down or decrease in the level of heavy textures and. And, and that's what the rumors have been saying right. so internally. They've been leaked out. <laughs> right. A lot of removal of textures. Just They're, a lot of flair yeah. gone, taken out. We're moving away from the grungy look of right. textures and bright, not bright colors, but lots of colors and moving into the direction of minimalist, you know, metro style, which is fine. We're taking cues from Microsoft. Oh, God. Technically In more speaking, ways than one. Yes. <laughs> but you know we won't know until um wwdc couple starts. days couple of days it's so. christmas on monday yeah i know it's yeah. almost like they thought monday was a good day to have wwdc yeah so there's that to look forward to right. we won't be live blogging it we'll be live blogging the live blog i will se- semi live <laughs> Speaking of which, I'll actually be in Disneyland on Monday. <laughs> Are you counting on me to watch WWDC? You won't be able to watch it unless you got an invite that I'm not aware of. No, and... they'll be stre- they won't be <laughs> well, no, they won't be streaming it. What they do is that they do it, the news comes out, and then they have a replay, a giant right. QuickTime stream. Right, right. And that that's usually at the end of the day at earliest. Yeah. But one year they did have a live stream of, I, I don't know if it's WWDC or some other... Uh, press conference and that, that took me so much by surprise no need to follow any of the live blogs and it was awesome but maybe, of course maybe they'll pull a samsung have broadway actors right. this year <laughs> but of course all the tech blogs would hate that because no one's gonna you know tune into their and that's what happened with the samsung sites. one i didn't bother reading the yeah. verge why the do you want to read uh, when you can just yeah, see it just live watch it. yeah i could watch yeah. all the cringe, horror the cringeworthy watch acting it, watch it unfold oh man <laughs> I don't want to remember that event. It's blacked out from my memory. <laughs> Imagine Broadway actors in an Apple event playing as they'll be doing somersaults as as Tim Cook walks slowly Cirque on stage, <laughs> and then he he uses uh, uh, like crazy animations on the PowerPoint, exploding numbers as as he unveils the recent uh, sales numbers for the iPad and the Mac. <laughs> 100 billion for all explosion. you viewers out there I can, you cannot see me face right now <laughs> rubbing the temples on the side of my head if that ever happens I'm denouncing the cult of Apple oh. <laughs> please Tim don't don't let the ship sink <laughs> yeah so that's WWDC right. we didn't um, even make our predictions yet let's make our predictions you first or more like wish list. Wish list. I, have I, I don't really care about for. predictions because, like, you know, <laughs> iPhone five S. Yeah. Well, well. Speaking of the five S, I don't think they're showing hardware at all. They're showing just iOS. Maybe probably all software. Yeah. yeah. iOS and macOS. It's kind of ten. It's, it's kind of weird because they usually operate on a TikTok cycle, like Intel does with their processors. You know. The 5 comes out, and then a year later, the 5S comes out, and a right. year later, the 6 comes out. Right. So it's become a little bit predictable. But since there's no, <laughs> there have been no word on any hardware refreshes, <laughs> you know, something's up. They Something did. big. Oh. <laughs> They've been doing some, uh, what was it? Um, 
They did a mini hardware refresh or something. Yeah, they did the uh, MacBook Air, right? The Haswell? No, there was something else. It was just like, oh no, the iPod Touch. There we go, the iPod, iPod Touch. Touch. They got rid of, they added the 16 gig version, 8 gig version, or 16 gig version. With no rear camera. Yeah, yeah that, that was the thing that they were missing, and it was also with... Black and white. Black and well, they always had well. Well, it's instead of that specific size, right. only has black and white. Really? Yeah. Huh. The thirty-two and sixty-four have a myriad of colors. The, right. This, I think it's that 16. just seems it's black and white. Odd. <laughs> well, my the only thing I pin, uh, I focused on was the fact that the the rear-facing camera was gone. I was like, what? <laughs> Apparently, there's still life in the digital uh, music player market. For cool. them to refresh the iPod Touch, partially, yeah. I wouldn't even call it right. a refresh. Right, it's similar to what they did a couple months back with the iPad Four, where they released a 128 gigabyte version. Yeah, all they—that's all they did. They they said uh, same price, it's just more memory, so it's for people who need a lot of hard drive space. You just reminded me a prediction. I remember way back, way back, um, people were predicting the iPad Mini would be refreshed in March. That has not happened. The i also the the Retina iPad Mini has not happened. The refresh on the iPad itself has not happened, so we could potentially see that in June. Hmm. That's interesting. And there is like all the focus has been on OS ten, iOS seven. You know, I just don't. You know, you know, it feels like you know, but you know, this is WWDC. Who knows? No one knows right. except Apple. So right. we, Apple is Apple is pretty consistent in, in at least historically well, historically well they don't kinda. really they don't really veer off from tim cook's been consistent steve jobs when he was doing the keynotes not really have you right. ever watched all those but one more thing well you know, presentations see well i guess you could do a one more thing or <laughs> it's like not imagine if tim cook did a one more thing or just howdy not, one more thing <laughs> No, it would just. I guess you never they, know. I guess they could work it in somehow, but it was just, it would just be odd. One thing's for certain, Haswell. Definitely. Mobile devices. I absolutely only mobile devices. Probably desktops too. Right. Maybe. Maybe. So, so the, with Haswell, I see that the main selling point is the battery life or power the, consumption. The ba- power consumption. Much. So like. Something like your iPhone, where or just smartphones in general, where you see that people say, "Oh, my phone, I need to recharge every That's... night." Can they ch- with Haswell? Can it? No, no, because the architecture is different. They'd have right. to rewrite the entire they entire use, iOS. What, they, they use, use ARM architecture. ARM chips, yeah. yeah. They so use they the would ARM architecture to write the. Software. They would need a whole new WWDC event just to maybe uh, talk WWDC about it. is about them switching to Haswell as the processor core of their phones. Wow, that would be a big. That'd be a big news. Yeah. Intel starts swimming in money. <laughs> ARM would start sinking like a ship with the fifty holes in it. Right. But uh, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Although I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past them. They have done architectural shifts <clears throat> before. Right. Back when uh, Mac OS X ported from the PowerPC architecture to x86. Right. So who knows? Right. But that's a little bit far-fetched. Imagine a Retina MacBook Pro running for 10 hours straight. I don't even know. I don't even have, I don't even have <laughs> tasks that last 10 hours straight. I, I mean just without charging, I mean. 
down to one percent watching all those HD videos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Extreme while photoshopping and 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 compressing your video <laughs> movies and those and, threads, man. Those and... hyper threads. <laughs> While also watching 10 HD movies running simultaneously. Well, we'll see. Undoubtedly, Haswell will come to... video chatting and... (laughs) Undoubtedly, Haswell will come to their notebooks. That is without a doubt. The question is when. Maybe WWDC. Maybe... It just seems like Haswell's so recent in terms of how they were released, right? It just seems like, wow, boom, boom, and then already Apple has it. Yeah, Haswell has its own set of problems that Intel needs to fix. There is a bug with the USB 3 controller. So tell me more. There's just this bug in the processor where it doesn't, I haven't read too much into it, but there's a problem with the USB 3.0 controller in certain Haswell chips. So that might delay Haswell in some products. I don't know if that's relevant, but you know, Apple tends to wait until products have settled in and you know been ironed. All the kinks have been ironed out before they bring the new stuff in. You see, when Ivy Bridge first right. came out, they weren't immediately refreshed it like that. They right. waited a couple of weeks for it to iron out the bugs, and then they get the shipment. Right. And then they say we've refreshed mm-hmm. our uh, notebook line. Right. So there's that. Um. You know, no one knows except Tim Cook and whoever else and is presenting co. at WWDC. Yeah, Tim Cook and Co. Right. So we just have to wait and see. I'm. I would not be. Here's what I would not Ten be surprised at. Everybody. Yeah, this is this is what I won't be surprised at. Well, iPad, iPad Mini refresh, or an iPad new design to reflect the iPad Mini. A new design. That because you know the design between the iPad and the iPad Mini are starkly different, hmm. are completely different. So. Maybe they'll refresh the iPad <laughs> with that sort of a thinner, lighter, you know, all the regular stuff. A Safari runs snappier. I don't, I don't know. iPad with iPad iTunes Mini. looks slightly different. Yeah, iPad Mini with Retina display. People have been parroting that for months. Oh yeah, has not happened. Yeah, I'm glad. My iPad has not been deprecated yet. <laughs> Only because you have the iPad one, a Mini One. Yeah, there's no, there's no uh, <laughs> personal incentive there. <laughs> Please. Please hold off on that, Apple, because Joseph does not want to cry <laughs> when it comes out. Oh. I have to say, Apple's resale value is pretty high, so I could. You might want to hurry up and sell right now, although <laughs> although right now it might not be a good time, if especially because people are going to be like, oh, I'll just wait till Monday. Exactly. So, 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 so an iPad, iPad mini refresh is undoubtedly going to happen soon. Stake your claim on that. Yeah, soon. WWDC right. or August. All soon. Right. Um, laptops with Haswell soon, incredibly soon, near future, very near future, very within um, a year. <laughs> then a year, the next one, Broadwell is going to come out. Um, Broadwell, Broadwell, yeah, that's the code name for the uh, next generation. next architecture. Their, Jesus. their tech <laughs> schedule, but yeah, All right. but you know, Haswell undoubtedly will happen soon. Possibly. TM trademark. Give Possibly. or take. Right. Possibly, but I'm leaning towards, yes, it's only a matter of time. Right. So those are the two things that I, I'm absolutely sure will happen at WWDC, aside from, you know, OS ten and iOS 7. That yeah, will... I was going to predict that, just, just so I can be a 100% correct. Yeah. That is definitely going to happen. All right. What's the name of the next version of Mac OS 10? Mac OS 10 Housecat. Housecat. Oh. <laughs> 
or or or, or <laughs> low, not, cat, low cat, low cat, or mean cat, or yeah. what was that? The Nyan, uh, man the, cat, yeah. cat, yeah, the one with the pop tart. You know? Yes. Who knows what links? Links have been predicted for years now. <laughs> when Mount, when Lion, you know, before Lion came out, it's like oh, after Snow Leopard, it's gonna be Links, and then it was Lion, <laughs> like, and then Mountain Lion. And then, well, what's the next one? Uh, it's got to be Lynx this time, right? We were we were wrong Saber four tooth. times before. Yeah, it's going to be like Sabretooth or something. Just or it's going to be Stop Being Cats. It's going to be Mac OS 11. They're going to skip 10.9 entirely. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> An entirely new architecture built on the ground up, mixed with iOS 7. And They'll get rid of the number, you know, just based on iPad. Mac OS. Mac OS. Are we back to System that, 7 now? That, that's my prediction. <laughs> They will uh, get rid of the cats. They'll just have Mac OS X and People in the else. 1990s would like to have a word with you last time they did that. <laughs> Mac OS. Mac OS 8. Mac OS 9. Mac OS 9.999. Mac OS 10.999. We never reached 11. Nope. Yeah. But yeah, those two. Because it's WWDC. It's a developer right. conference. Software development. So right. yeah, absolutely. Those two right. will definitely happen. Hardware refreshes. Most likely. I would give it an 80%, 85% chance of happening. The iWatch, 50. No. 50-50. I, I think they're going to hold off till the holiday season at time. Around October. They usually have They'll a, announce it and then they'll yeah, sell yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to time it right around that time. And Watch, then, Tim Cook's going to be like, oh. Oh, by the way, have you, seen this, have you seen this, what I'm wearing? And then it materializes because <laughs> it's invisible. And then everyone's like, oh my god. And he turns into Multiple this cyborg. journalist's head exploded. And laptops this... <laughs> fly in the air. And then he, he could use the force like in Star Wars with his... It his... reads your mind. <laughs> Designed by Johnny Ive. <laughs> <It can laughs> Thank you for coming to WWDC. But there's one more thing. <gasps> Have you ever wanted to wear a wearable device? <laughs> now you can with Billy Mays here. With the new iWatch. It has a flashlight. Oh. It could tell you the time. It'd be like Buzz Lightyear. It could, beep, beep, beep. It could, it could shoot lasers during, the, during the, the, your lectures. Don't you? Isn't that what I was doing? Didn't you realize that? <laughs> you can shoot light at the moon and see it. Yeah. With the naked eye. Yeah. I give that 50. It can teleport. To, I give that 40 to 50% of happening. You can time travel. Mac and, it, Pro and we're refresh. selling it tomorrow at 9.99. 9.99. Bitcoins. <laughs> that's worth more than the iMac imagine if they sold it only they only accept bitcoins and then that's when the US government steps in and starts regulating that currency <laughs> uh, everyone would be like I don't have bitcoins what, what? <laughs> litecoins people litecoins I need to start selling mine <laughs> I just mortgaged my house <laughs> to get bitcoins. 10 bitcoins <laughs> oh man um, oh yeah else? speaking of oh, random thought have you ever seen Google Glass in in uh, in person? Like no. Oh yes. In San Jose, I was at a convention. Walk across ah. the street. That person had a Google Glass. Just the other day, I was just getting off the bus, and and then some some guy was wearing Google Glass. I could tell immediately the moment he stepped down from the stairs. He had, it was the orange uh, colored Google Glass. And he just walked right by. He was like. Did you cover your face to protect your privacy? From the NSA's uh, databanks They're now. analyzing me with, with Google Glass. Here's the tech blogger. Get him. <laughs> they know my blood type, my height, my weight, my my, my age. You know, my... living underground is doesn't they seem a like DNA a bad prospect now. <laughs> Please. 
I don't Ugh. think. Now that this whole they're NSA... They're not beta testers. They're soldiers. <laughs> now this whole NSA thing has popped out. Google Glass is going to hit the ground Ugh. hard like a brick. Ugh. It is not... It's not going to be pretty. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Google Glass never took off. I'll be glad if it never took off because I don't want to see a bunch of these people <laughs> I want to wear one. Me. So I if anyone has Google Glass and wants to connect either Joseph and I with with a pair so we can try it out... Wow. Get an email from Larry Page. Yeah, we heard your. We listen to your podcast every week. Yeah, and and uh, we just uh, we would love to send you two free pairs to try out. Oh yeah. God, <laughs> I'll put it on my dog. <laughs> See the world, bark, bark, <laughs> and then like directions to the directions to the uh, pet, to PetSmart. <laughs> How to dig a hole, and if you Google that, uh, pa- the <laughs> paperclip pops out. I feel like you're digging a hole. <laughs> Oh yeah, so, so there've been apps coming out like I know there's a Google uh Twitter app. There's okay. hacks for it too. Like when you're recording someone, the red indicator light, you could turn it off while <laughs> recording. That is awesome. They That's d- kind of scary. I wouldn't want someone to stand next to me at a urinal with their Google Glass, man, and they turn hey, man. one look. <laughs> How's it going? As well as if it wasn't awkward enough. Now we have Google Glass. Thank you, Larry Page. <laughs> So, I mean, so that's it for WWDC. We'll be waiting till ma- Monday. To that Monday, to we're gonna camp out. Um, you can camp out. <laughs> I'm not camping. I'm gonna out. start. Oh, I should I should actually? I'm actually behind schedule because usually not. <laughs> I'm gonna camp out in front of uh, the uh, where where do they have Moscone Center? Yeah, Moscone Center. Is it that center? Yeah, I thought it was a Yerba. No, WWDC. They years past they've had it there all the time. Okay, it's the special events. At the, the special, Yerba yeah, Yerba Buena, yeah. and then sometimes they have it at uh, Apple, the their, Apple their town hall, the town oh, hall, the town hall. Okay, yeah. So they mix yeah. it up a little bit, but WWDC is always Moscone Center mainly because you know they have thousands of developers showing up, so they need the space. Yep, yep. Yeah. Why don't they just build their own at the super futuristic? Uh, that's Apple their campus, spaceship. Yeah. The right? spaceship, yeah. It's gonna fly in. It's gonna float in the air. You can't leave. Yeah, there is no escape <laughs> from the cult of Apple people. That you know, Apple's Apple's spaceship kind of remind. Or when you mention it, it sort of sound like there was this article by Wired. I don't know if you read it recently. Uh, it was called uh, Google Island, and in the article, it was essentially describing a future where Google had. It's, it's its own island nation where Googlers can go around roaming about uh, testing and developing all their technology, all their, you know, you know, Google X, it would be yeah. Google X everywhere Oh man! and out in the open. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it was, I, I really enjoyed the piece, but also it was kind of a um, dystopian kind of look. It's a scary world to... we're, we're moving towards. <laughs> yes. We're going to yeah. listen to this podcast and we're going to be like, we should have listened. Why didn't you listen past self? <laughs> the, the the best part was like um, uh, the author shows up on the island and then he's greeted by Larry Page. But it's not exactly Larry Page. It's his it's his doppelganger. Right? And it's and it's because their technology, I forgot what it's called. It's Google iGoogle or something. You know, Google you essentially, right? Where it spy- their Google spiders can and essentially mine all the data around about you, so that they can create a perfect representation of who you are, I don't and so live that on they this can live, anymore. act, think, breathe, all that without your control, and it'll just be like 
roaming about doing stuff. Hopefully they'll be dead by the time that happens. <laughs> you should really check it out. I'm going to link it to it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That just sounds terrifying. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. But that might yeah. just me be me. All right. <laughs> so. So what? what's the time we got so far? We're at 45? Three? Three? Just say it. <laughs> we're at thirty-five. Oh, oh thirty-six wow. now. We're really under the uh, the average, so we're just gonna. It's been a slow, slow couple of weeks. Take, take out your guitar or something and tune in. No, I'll be fifty bucks. Uh, <laughs> I charge money. Sorry. Expensive. I don't do free concerts, man. This is already free. <laughs> oh, I'm your biggest <laughs> audience ever, man. That's sad. I'm gonna start crying now. <laughs> Uh, so I think those are the biggest ones that's happened. So we're gonna have another podcast next week after WDC, obviously. Hopefully, a whole podcast dedicated just for that. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, we'll have time. I think I have time. I don't know about you. I think I Friday. Time. You can do Friday. Although Maybe. that might be by then, no one wants to listen. Or well, you know, <laughs> my room will be entirely empty. Ah, oh, that'd be perfect. Although, don't you know, get rid of this recording. Quick. Damn, I was about to throw these away too. <sighs> That was yeah. about to throw $100 worth of equipment out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, All right. well there's no other topics, yeah. then uh, we'll come back. Yeah. Right, right, Joseph? Yes. Yeah. 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 You can see me now. I'm looking side to side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Are we on number nine or 10? Then number 10 will be a nice round number. That's why I say it's number nine. We'll just pretend it's 100. I'm going to pretend it's like one number before, like some really nice round number. And then... Yeah, we can't remember his finals week is peering above us and yeah. brains fried. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Who uh, needs studying? Yeah, studying? We'll just have a podcast every day. Or we'll just have a, a 24-7 podcast until WWDC. Oh my God. We'll live podcast the live blog of WWDC. We're going to be the full meta here. It will be the first live pod. Well, I'm pretty sure they already have that, but it'll be a live. Who cares? We'll live stream our podcast about a live blogging about a live event. Y- yes, yes, that is that is correct. So tune in on Monday. Where have I gone with my <laughs> life, Tony? Have I? Uh, have we? Do we have to stoop this low? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, it's iOS 7. <laughs> oh my god. you just read it on the blogs five seconds ago. <laughs> one day, Tony. An additional five-second delay from, from actually reading it. But One day you'll be able to hear, we'll be able to see us at WWDC. One day we'll be able to afford $1,000 to WWDC. One day. Wait, say that again? 1000 bucks to WWDC. Is it, wasn't it, um, how, how much was it? A lot. I remember it was a lot. I, I remember it was more than a thousand. It was like in the three thousand. I don't. It know. It was ridiculous. It was four digits. That's all like, I know. You're essentially buying like a Mac Pro. Yeah, between one and ninety nine 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 thousand. Yeah, they they should just like say, oh, n- this year it's ten thousand dollars. I bet you. We're throwing a free MacBook Air. <laughs> it'll still sell. It'll sell out nine minutes instead of eight. Well, they sold out apparently in two minutes. Oh, right? two minutes. Okay, yeah. my bad. They'll be. It'll sold out in three minutes if it's oh. nine ninety nine. <laughs> Only a minute. Yeah. Longer and Minute still, longer, still sells out. And still sells out. That, Apple stock still rises to six hundred. Wow, they could essentially make enough money for that to like, wow, <laughs> those profit margins, highest in the industry, <laughs> just like their Apple retail stores. Oh yeah, wow, it's good. Experience. The most money generated per hour of a at a at a conference. Can you imagine that? It'd be like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if someone came up with that type of statistic, they would find Apple has the highest. Uh, profit 
per See, hour people, or per minute, whatever. People bash Apple for not having a good market share. Who needs market share when you make $4,000 per in cash? Exactly. We make $4,000 per ticket and it yeah. sells out in two minutes. Yeah. Who needs that? Yeah. <laughs> so it's WWDC coming up next week. It's big topic next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Joseph. I'm Tony. And we'll see you all next week. On Monday.